Welcome, everybody. This is the U.S. Grace Force podcast. Appreciate you being with us. I'm Doug Barry, along with my always very good friend, Father Richard Heilman. And we got a very interesting show tonight for you. I think you're going to love this one. Uh, we don't learn from history. There are all kinds of problems to address. So we're going to talk about that and a really cool film that's going to be coming out in the next several months. But of course, everything needs to begin with prayer. And Father, of course, that is your department. Okay, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. amen. Saint Michael the Archangel, defend us in battle. Be our defense against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Hosts, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all the evil spirits who prowl about the world, seeking the ruin of souls. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. amen. Awesome. Thank you, Father. All right, before we get going, of course, I always want to thank everybody out there who supports us and helps us. Without you, we don't know what we would do. So God bless you. Please keep us in your prayers. Please continue to spread the word about this podcast. There's a lot of great guests we've had on this podcast. I really believe that. And if you help spread this word, you help, by the grace of God, hopefully many other people in their lives, their souls. And that is really the goal of the podcast, reach as many as possible. Also, if you'd like to help support us in any financial way, you can do that by clicking in the description below a link to Patreon. And Patreon is a way to give us a contribution. You can pray about it. Obviously, we would like you to do that. If you feel the Holy Spirit inspiring you, encouraging you in some way, please click that link, take a look at it, and see if you'd like to support us on a regular basis, which is always a tremendous help to us getting this message out and reaching as many people as possible. Don't forget also the official U.S. Grace Force gear page, T-shirts and, and onesies and hoodies and all kinds of, yes, I said onesies, baby onesies. You can uh, check that out and uh, lots of great stuff out there that helps support us and it helps get the message out. So again, in the description, U.S. Grace Force gear page. Take a look. I hope you enjoy it. Father, this is, um, and I appreciate uh, us being able to take the time and you being willing to work with, with this, uh, this subject. Uh, if, we, if we don't learn from history, we know that famous adage, you are doomed to repeat it. And we are doing a film, a documentary film. Some people are probably aware of this called Doomed to Repeat It. We announced this last spring in May, I believe. And the response was phenomenal. Thanks be to God. And we have been working on it since then. We've got some great interviews lined up. We've got some amazing uh, footage put together. I think everybody's really going to like it. And uh, we're going to show a trailer here in just a few moments to get it started. You, of course, are one of our guests, which is exciting. And we've got some great names. Dr. Peter McCullough is going to be part of this as well. He, for those who are not aware, although I'm sure a lot of people are, has been speaking out vociferously. I've, I've always liked that word, vociferously. Uh, when it comes to standing up against um, the lies, the deception, the twisting and manipulation going on with this medical emergency, we'll just call it that, and so he's a guest in this. We had a great interview with him, and we're going to have some footage coming up in another trailer of him. Uh, we've got uh, a gentleman by the name of John Leake, who's an author and historian. He's going to be part of this as well. We've got Dr. Peter Lepetsky, who we just had on recently on the U.S. Grace Force. He is going to be a guest in this as well. And we also have Jason Jones, who's been a guest on our show several times, does amazing human rights dignity work all over the place. Uh, in fact, we're going to show a trailer here of Jason and me and some of the ideas of what's going on with this uh, film coming out soon. So let's go ahead and just cut to that now, and then we'll come back and we'll break this down. So check out, everybody, this trailer from Jason Jones and myself of the upcoming film Doomed to Repeat It. It's nobody's small bureaucrats 
that do the greatest evil, not driven by ideology, just wanting to impress their boss or thoughtlessness. Thousands of little people making little decisions that send millions of people to gas chambers. And I don't mean small in their dignity, I mean in their little petty roles in bureaucracies. Hannah Arendt would have called them nobodies as a Christian personalist, I'm not gonna call them. But what she's saying is, colloquially, they're, you know, they're, they're not generals or they're not heads of state. They're just little bureaucrats in a machine and they make little decisions. Thousands of little people making little decisions sent millions of people to the gas chamber. This is true. So look at our world right now. Look at the times we're living in right now. How many thousands of people are out there? Relatively small people, small cogs in the bigger machine making decisions that are taking our freedoms away from us. School board members, parish councils, church leaders, hospital administrators, politicians on every level, and more and more. It goes on and on. And many people giving those freedoms over, hand over fist. Now we wanna make scapegoats out of leaders. We wanna make scapegoats out of big people that we can see, but we all have to assess ourselves. It's, it's always sort of the same. They have these enthusiasms that sweep society, right? And people get swept away. Rene Girard said that the only thing more powerful than the spirit of the mob or the spirit of the age is the Holy Spirit. It's a mystery. It's, it seems, you seem to wonder. Even Peter, uh, Rene Girard rocks, writes, writes about Peter's denial. When did Peter deny Christ? Where was Peter when he denied Christ? He was in the crowd. He was in the crowd. Now, he was swept away by the spirit of the crowd. And that's what we're seeing today. I see this, what Rene Girard calls this mimetic contagion. I see this crowd that's being swept away against this, this victim. You know, Rene Girard, uh, I, I quote him a lot, said that whenever these mimetic contagions, these enthusiasms sweep a community, people always have the same response. I thought we were different. Well, we're Americans, we think we're different. We think we're radical individualists, right? But we're not different. And we're blessed to live in a political community that traces its respect for the dignity of the human person through the Declaration Principle, which is, very, which is the most beautiful sentence in any political document of all time. We hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created, that are endowed by the Creator with inalienable rights. You can trace that to, to the Glorious Revolution, 1680, to the British Bill of Rights. You can trace it to the Magna Carta. So we do in our political community sort of have this idea that as a person, as a citizen, as me, just a nobody guy right here, I have rights. So we think we're different. We're not Russian peasants that are gonna be swept away by the Bolshevik revolution. We're not Afghan re refugees born into a, a refugee camp in Pakistan that will be seduced by the ideology of the Taliban. No, we're Americans. What we've seen is, no, no, no. Uh, we, we can be swept away too. Normalcy bias, that's a term that I heard years ago and it really does describe where we are now. Many people living in that mindset of, oh, it couldn't happen here, wouldn't happen to us, not in my neighborhood. If you go back a certain number of months, you will find people who could never have imagined we would be where we are now in our world. Whether it's talking about mask mandates, vaccination mandates, people being fired left and right because they don't want to simply give over their rights to have an injection put in their body. What is it that triggers us inside that keeps us in this normalcy bias mindset where we just cannot imagine 
that this type of evil could ever come to my neighborhood, to my doorstep. Antifa would bring guillotines and put them in front of people's houses, elected officials and others. You look at cancel culture. The cancel culture is the culture of death. And the cancel culture will, can quickly descend into the types of horrible violence we saw in the French Revolution, the Bol Bolshevik Revolution, that we saw in Cambodia with the Khmer Rouge. And, and they're influenced by the very same ideologies. They take as a symbol the guillotine. And I think that's very important because the guillotine is, you take this bad person, this person that's disrupting the good of the community, and you lop off their head, and then we'll have order. Oh, you lop off his head, and is there order? Is there peace? Is there justice? Is there prosperity? No. Okay, well, we found these guys. Now lop off these guys' heads, and they're the bad guys. We'll take all of these people, this ethnic community, okay, then this is gonna be it, and it never ends. In the French Revolution, they would call the guillotine holy, the holy guillotine. Right? They, they would take churches and where the crucifix was, they would place it, replace it with the guillotine. You have the guillotine, which is I will, I will lop off this person's head and then there will be order in the community. And then you have the crucifix. You have the pieta. And what is that? That I will sacrifice. I will share the burdens of the vulnerable. I will kiss the leper. I will stand next to the person being stoned. That's what I will do. And so those are two radically different worldviews. And we're going to have to learn how to stand up for ourselves. I say that you're not going to make a scapegoat out of me, right? I will stand with the scapegoat and suffer with them. But if you come to scapegoat, scapegoat me, you got a battle on your hands. If scapegoats are dangerous, they will look for another scapegoat. So just we should not allow ourselves to be victims, right? We should stand with victims. We should advocate for victims. As the famous adage states, if one does not learn from history, they're doomed to repeat it. And if we don't learn from the tragedy of the past, from the civilizations, the cultures, the societies that went through the great, the great turmoil that they did, the suffering, the death, the brutality, if we don't learn from that, and what it was that triggered them in the beginning that caused them to accept these, these things that happened to them, if we don't learn from that, we, in fact, are doomed to repeat them. So there it is, Father. I don't know about you. Uh, Jason has some amazing, amazing things to say. And Jason's been in the thick of this type of work for a long time. You know, um, he's just a phenomenal, phenomenal guy and some great information there. But boy, when, when people see this whole assortment of these guests, I really think it's going to affect a lot of people in a positive way. We're addressing this fear issue that's been going on currently and realizing that if we don't learn from the past, when tyrannical governments rose up and manipulated, coerced, lied, bribed, threatened, and really pushed this propaganda of fear at their people for very nefarious reasons. If we don't learn from that, we're going to fall into that same problem, you know, as we, I think, already are. And I think, Father, you remember last week we talked with uh, Dr. Lepetsky, and he talked about this kind of psychosis that's been going on. And again, we're going to be careful with our words because we don't want to be deplatformed here, but there is a psychosis going on. Uh, a fear that's really affecting people. And we're going to really break that down in this film. You, of course, Father, are our spiritual uh, piece of this amazing puzzle of the fear issue. And I cannot tell you how excited I am. And I, I really believe the audience is going to be pretty pumped up about what you're going to bring to this project. Well, I'm really looking forward to it, Doug. Um, 
you know, when you first broke with this idea of this project, I'm like, what? Wait, what? I mean, it, it, to me, it's perfect. And aren't we all trying to shine a light yeah. on uh, what's going on in the world? You know, we want the truth. That's the bottom line. We want the truth. Uh, bring it. Bring the truth. And the the other side that we're uh, warring against uh, wants to censor us, uh, wants to uh, twist truth, uh, wants to uh, get us to believe something that absolutely opposes uh, truth. Uh, and, and so this is the battle that we're in. And, and this uh, documentary, this film that you're putting together, Doug, is, uh, is, is monumental, I think. I can't wait for it to come out, but it really does a deep dive into truth. Uh, we're, you know, we're, we're called to be, there, there was a funny meme that someone put up on, uh, on, on Facebook. And I just, I want to, I want to share it with you. It was, uh, uh, it was showing, um, uh, uh, Chris Farley and he's, he's doing the, you know, the air quotes yeah. <laughs> and conspiracy theorist is a derogatory name for a person who researches a subject, then uses logic and critical thinking to form an educated opinion instead of blindly believing what they see or hear on television. I just, I, I you know, you'll, you'll laugh, but you almost want to cry yeah. because it's just, and we're seeing again, our loved ones. And this is where I think a lot of our motivation comes from is that we're seeing the world devouring our loved ones with this twisted truth or flat-out lies, uh, propaganda, indoctrination, whatever you want to call it, that's going on in the world right now. And your project, coming from the heart, is just trying to say, you know, let's let's uh, dig for the truth. Let's let the light shine on this. And, 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 and what do we want to find? Well, we want to find what is it that we're ultimately called to be doing as Christ's children, as uh, as supernatural warriors of God. You know, what are we called to do uh, in order to combat uh, this indoctrination that is devouring so much of our loved ones? And so, again, I can't, I can't wait for this project uh, and, uh, and to see the, the fruit of it. It's, it's going to be amazing. Well, and, you know, just last week when we had Dr. Joe Lepetsky on, and he yeah. works, of course, with Father Ripperger. Brother Chad Ripperger, um, Jesse Romero. The response from that has been amazing. Oh, incredible. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and to hear people who will say that, yeah, they always knew. Um, well, some, I'm sorry. Some would say they knew if they were struggling with anxiety that, yes, I, I knew this was an issue, but did not really make the connection to tie in the reality of the diabolical aspect of this. Right. And I think that's something, you know, you and I have talked a lot about this currently, what's going on in our world with this issue, Right that's out there, a lot yeah. of people are giving into the fear. Even our church leaders have in many ways given into the fear, shut down churches, shut down access to the sacraments, confession, Eucharist. I mean, incredibly, unbelievably unheard of, never done before in the history of the Catholic faith type of things that only leads to more people falling into a deeper struggle with this anxiety and fear. And, you know, and that was a great part that Dr. Lepetsky brought up last week. And I really encourage everybody to go out you know, check the, uh, we get the link here and, and below in the description to go out and check out, check out that episode because there is a liberation, a freedom that we need from fear because the diabolical does play on that. And again, I know that's, that's one of the things we're most excited about getting you in as part of this project is 
you know, this is, I know you talk so extensively about the importance of being connected with supernatural right. grace, becoming right. supernaturally strong <laughs> right? so that we can deal with anything and everything that comes our way, the temptations, the world of flesh and the devil. But one of those key areas is, especially right now, not giving in to the fear. I know this is something that's really been on your heart and in, in, in your work. I mean, you right. and I have talked a lot and you are constantly coming up with things to yeah. try to help people be strong. Yeah, it, you know, it's that's the bottom line. Is <clears throat> you know, I, we had the readings recently where it talked about uh, it quoted from Isaiah where it talked about you know uh, fill the valley in and bring the mountain down and you know make the winding road straight again. And I said to my folks, you know, as I was preaching about this, I said basically what that is is God wants the most direct, uh, easy connection He can find with us. Let's not have obstacles we have to go over or under or wind around or anything like that. Let's find the best and straightest path that we can to Christ. And that's really what the bottom line is in all of this. And we were talking about this too, uh, Doug. Well, we've been talking about it for a long time. Yeah. Uh, is you know, what, what do we find? People who are truly um, devout, disciplined in their faith, you know, uh, yearning to get closer to God and and trying to make those uh, those mountains low and those valleys filled in to make a straight way to and their path to God. What 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 do they also uh, have in common with each other? They are tuned in. They're tuned in. They 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 easily see what the devil's up to, but they also are are able to hear from God more easily and to recognize what God is doing too. And so with that, they become great soldiers for Christ because they can take commands easily mm. uh, and they do the, uh, uh, they, 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 they do the, the, the necessary espionage, if you will, uh, to understand, you know, what is the enemy up to and, and, and to, uh, discern what that is so that, uh, first of all, we're not fooled by any of that, uh, but, but also uh, to see how to combat against it. And, and so that you're right, Doug, it, it, the bottom line is that direct, easy connection with, with Christ. You know, J Jesus said, come to me, all you are weary and find light burdensome. You know, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, my burden light. Wait a minute. You're just talking about carrying your cross. Well, no, when you're doing something with passion, with love, okay, you think about soldiers, you know, that that are, are truly uh, committed and dedicated soldiers. I mean, uh, they they do it and they love it and they and and they're not afraid of it and 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 they have just a strong sense of uh, of, of necessity in doing it. Um, and it's so uh, it's in that sense, it's easy. Okay. It's, it's right. it, sure. It's tough out there. They're, they're, you know, they're, they're getting shot up. They're, you know, they're in the mud, you know, whatever, you know, they're getting beat up. Uh, it's tough. There's, there's no denying that, but for them, you know, with their, uh, passion for what they want. And that's, that's what we're talking about here is that when we get lit up, when we get on fire, when we have that grace filling us up, uh, then we're able to uh, understand what God wants us to do in the best possible way. Yeah, and I, that's one thing that, that I know we, as we were talking before we got started here, um, 
you know, the idea that, that there's just so many places in scripture about, you know, fear not and perfect love casts out fear and, it's, and fear is not of God and so forth. I mean, I, I, I suppose you could argue that there's a healthy fear in the sense that, you know, imperfect contrition, you know, fear of the loss of, of hell. And that's in the act of contrition. You know, I dread the loss of hell, the pains of sin. That's, that's a healthy sort of, you know what, because of this, I don't want to end up there. It moves me hopefully towards more of a perfect contrition to do things out of love. And you've always talked about that importance of really that, that love does require this effort, this, this, this sort of, you know, when we're at this stage as, as an adult and so forth, or, you know, teenagers, you're old enough, you understand you're at the age of reason. I have to engage and cooperate in, in these, this relationship with God to have that supernatural strength so that I can be strong enough to deal with, because if I'm, if I'm soft, if I'm weak, I, I won't be able to fight, you know, spiritually, I won't be able to stand up. And I'll collapse under the pressure of things. I mean, I, I need God's strength, obviously, running through me in all of this. But I have to cooperate with that because he's not going to force this on me. You know, and we talk about this, you know, beforehand, that one of the greatest contradictions to the fear issue is the martyrs. That they would, they would crack jokes. They'd be lighthearted as they're going to their death at times. Yeah. Like, like a St. Lawrence, you know, you can turn me over. They make it look easy. <laughs> yeah, they did. They made it look yeah. easy. Yeah, yeah. We, we read their stories and we think, How? How right. could you, at the time like that, be be cracking a joke or saying something lighthearted? And, and this has to confound evil because evil right. wants to crush the spirit, crush the mind, crush the soul, yes. crush the emotional side of who yep. we are. And how do we not let that happen? So in light of what's going on in our world right now, and again, we've got to speak in a little bit of code so as not to have this taken down. Ah, incredible. And that's not fear. That's just being, that's trying to be clever. And we want people to strategic. understand that. It's strategic. That's it. Yeah. It's strategery, I think, is the word that we heard from a previous person. Yeah, yeah. You know, that we want to be strategic in the way we present the message so that as many people as possible can hear this message. And part of that is, okay, okay, we don't have to say certain things to prove a point. We know what we're talking about. There's this issue going on. There's this, this threat. And we're told that it is all-encompassing. And it constantly changes. And new types of this threat are constantly emerging and constantly rising to prominence. And now we've got to push the, the threat and the fear even more. And we've got to suppress the thought process and suppress the facts that are really there and, and how certain things just don't make sense. You know, hey, wait a minute. Didn't someone say this in an email about this or that? No, no. There's another change coming. Therefore, you need to be afraid again. And, it, it, and it's getting worse. Well, why? Because we said it's getting worse. Well, what do we do? Be afraid and relinquish your freedom. Relinquish to us. Give us more power and authority. So what we've done with this this film and what we're piecing together now with these interviews and, and the work and the places that we're going is all of these experts who are talking about this from the psychological, from the historical, from the medical, from the spiritual, from the emotional, from the practical, uh, all these different areas where we have seen and are seeing very clearly this overwhelming fear factor that is just really kicking people left and right. And as Dr. Lepetsky said last week, a psychosis has even set in among many people regarding this. And, you know, Father, again, this is something I know you've got to be seeing this even in the confessional. You know, that statement, if we, if we don't learn, we take a different turn here. If we don't learn from history, we're doomed to repeat it. If we don't learn from history. Can you speak a little bit about the importance of learning from the history of our previous sins 
and why it's important to learn enough so that we avoid the near occasion of sin because we recognize, hey, you know what? A while back, I, I was in confession for this sin because of these steps that happened or that I took or that I agreed to and the temptation part of it, and boom, there I was. So I need to learn from the history of that. Can you speak a little bit about that aspect of our spiritual lives and how we need to learn from those things? Yeah, so you know, you look at what the devil's done throughout all, all of salvation history, and, and the Bible g gives a lot of keys to that, but uh, you can look at uh, history um, and see one of the main things, and this is one I, I really want to talk about right now, because uh, there was a, a gospel uh, recently that I spoke on. Uh, do you remember the, the, the I'll put, paint the scene for you, but uh, Jesus was in a house or a large crowd around him and they had a paralyzed man. They had to get to mm. Jesus and, and they wanted to, Jesus to heal him. And they, they faced these obstacles. How do we get through this crowd? How do we get into the house? So what did they do? They went over the top and they, they took the tiles off the ceiling and and lowered the 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 paralyzed man in front of Jesus. And I loved the reaction there because I I embellish a little bit, but it, it's like Jesus looking up at these guys, you know, that just did that, and he's going, "Whoa!" <laughs> and <laughs> and your faith is great, he said, you know. Yeah. And and then he said this. He said, uh, "Because of this, your sins are forgiven." Now I, I want to add clarity to that and help us understand what he what he meant really by that. Sure, he meant their sins are forgiven, but he meant that if you thought you were disqualified, okay, to be my disciple and to ultimately enter into heaven, you have now qualified. And why? Because they were not going to let any obstacle, any mountain, valley, winding road, anything at all to, to uh, inhibit uh, them getting close to our Lord. And, and once you're close then you you experience the miracle power. I always tell people that your life can be filled with miracles if you just simply believe. But and, and there's many reasons why that's necessary, why that's a component. But here's I think the biggest one, and that is because when the miracle occurs, okay, it's clear as a bell why the miracle occurred, okay. You, you be, because we made the connection, and then also everyone around us makes the connection as well. I hope that makes sense. But our belief has to make sure that when the miracle occurs, it was from God, not from a crystal, not from a horoscope, not from good luck. It was from God, okay? Mm -hmm. So what, what, what the devil tries to do, all right, is to, uh, is to uh, uh, diminish our spirit, and to help us to to make us give up a lot easier, and and, and you know I'm, I I preached recently about this too. I said I'm really concerned um, right now because the, it's that's happening in a big way. I, and one of the ways ways I've, I'm seeing it is look at uh, employers begging to have employees now, mm. right? Uh, and you know instead. You, you have a lot of people who are choosing, hey, you know, as long as that government check is coming in, you know, I really don't have to work. Or I've been noticing too, I don't know about you, Doug, but uh, the quality of, uh, of products, I can see it already diminishing. And, and, and it's because you might have a new worker or you might have a, a worker that's just saying to his employer, hey, bud, you're just lucky I'm here. You know, mm -hmm. uh, go ahead and try to, uh, knock me for the quality of what I'm producing. I'll just leave. 
Yeah. Do you see what's going on there? Yeah, it's, accountability anyway, isn't. We isn't are. We are. Losing uh, what what uh, is is known for strong Christians, but Americans, mm. we take pride in our work. We work hard, right? And this is what God tries to draw out of each one of us too. And this gets back to the whole idea of that effort. Uh, and and when we put effort into our faith, this is when uh, there's a power that demons can't get near. Uh, but Remember, remember in Revelations, uh, oh, I wish you're hot or cold because you're lukewarm. I vomit you out of my mouth. It's the lukewarm. And, and I'm, use, I'm using the analogy now of what's going on in the workplace, uh, but it, it happens in our spiritual lives as well. Hey, you ought to be lucky that I count myself as a Catholic, you know. Uh, I don't have to prove anything. I don't have to go to church. I don't have to pray. I don't have to, you know, I have to do anything, you know. Uh, you see what I'm saying? And, and, and I'm worried, Doug, that that's, that's getting yeah. in. And I and I think I see your uh, documentary, your, your film that you're doing, is really opening up and helping us to understand that, and and helping us to to understand, you know, what is our purpose and how do we make that straight connection uh, to God and become God strong as we're called to be. Yeah, and, and and along those lines, I mean, we see what's been going on with the constant manipulation, step by step, as yeah. this. Um, emergency has yeah. been unfolding. Get and, us counting and, on them. And, and so now they tell us yeah. what to believe and what right, we can right. do and can't do yeah, and yeah. sit down and shut up as long as we get our government check coming. You know? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's, and, you can see it, what they're doing. And it continues to intensify. It continues right. to constantly ramp up no matter what uh, change comes out in the emergency. Uh, the new name that they give it um this most recent one sounds like a decepticon from transformers but we have yeah. and again we're being careful so the audience understands we know that the the canceling that's been going on is is serious and we want this message to reach as many people as possible we've had one program that was eliminated within five hours of, of putting it up um you know father you've been to facebook jail several times i just got out uh i know i'm a rookie compared to you but i just <laughs> got out for posting something on a treatment for this emergency, that was two of my Facebook jails. But go ahead. Well, yeah, and I, it's 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 amazing how there 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 is a a call it a Ministry of Truth department that's out there. You yep. know, using the term, all right. That is their really, truth. Their truth. Yeah, their right. truth. And they're defining it, and they're sending is these are you, proven effective treatments. Yeah, exactly. It is. It's yeah, proven. And, and it's been. It's been. And we um, can't share that joy and information with each other. No. And how many so lives diabolical. could be saved? Yeah. How many lives could be saved if they were? Yeah, exactly. The truth of this, yeah. you know, and and it's creating, as you've always said, this chilling effect. It's <laughs> yeah. causing a lot of people to be afraid to step up. And right. so, yeah, this film is about looking at. Um, where each of us falls into this. We can look at ourselves as we watch this and question when we listen to these experts talking about the emotional, the, psycholog the psychological, the spiritual, uh, the medical, the historical. Am I falling into any of this? Am I here? Am I there? When this happened back in the reign of terror in the French Revolution, when they were doing that, is that what they're doing now? It sure looks like it in some ways. Well, where am I falling into this when I see these things happening? You know, and one of the things that, that always struck me and we've used this as a as really kind of a tag for this film, is what is it that takes a reasonably healthy society, generally healthy, all right, and drives them with such fear to the point where they are willing to willing to, in some cases, get on a train car 
and be taken to a camp, a place where they end up being reduced to 70, 75 pounds and marched into, into gas chambers. Okay, these things have happened, and not just once in the history of society, of societies and, and mankind. This is something where fear has gripped people to such a degree that it has driven an entire nations, entire societies to, to either give them their freedoms over to some tyrannical leader or dictator, you know, such as a Mussolini or a Stalin or, or a Hitler or, or a Pol Pot or any of these, to uh, giving up freedoms, to even handing their own family members over. You know, when you would find um, in, in China, and one of our guests speaks about this in, in the film, when you find in China, when Mao was beginning this whole communist effort and started to go after young people, and this is, this is something everybody needs to be thinking about. Young minds that really are inexperienced are still learning. And I'm talking, you know, maybe high school, junior high, high school, college age, and they're still getting their, their bearings on things. They have a hard time listening to the wisdom of the older folks sometimes, right? You know, because they always, we always think we know more when we're younger, right? I got to figure it out. You know, you'll people, you know what you're talking about. Okay. And then something happens and boom, all of a sudden, you know, a child is calling a parent because now they've had a, a child and they're saying, mom, dad, what do I do? You know? You know, I'm doing this like this is the phone. This isn't the phone anymore. It's, you know, it's, it's this. Okay. You get what I'm saying though. So now they start thinking they know more, but there is a time period where there's this, this, you know, this energy among the young people. Well, you know, dictators and tyrants know this and they'll go after this and they've done this. And so in this particular case, one example, and it's happened many times in many cultures and societies over time in history, but Mao, okay, was working on the young people to the point where the propaganda infected them to the degree where they were turning over their own parents. In fact, one story is um, of, a, of a young man, I believe, who, who heard his mother say something along the lines of, well, what's the big deal with Mao? It's not like he's God. Well, he turned her in. And in front of him, they burst into the house one day, drug her out, shot her on the spot, and buried her in a grave with other bodies, other people. And in, the, in this, this film, not our film, but someone else who does this interview with him, he's standing there looking at the area where he, where he was. And he says, I don't know what came over me, that I turned my own mother in. And she's now buried here. And it sounds like, if, I'm, if I don't misunderstand it, he comes here almost every day and, and really begs her forgiveness for what he's done. Yeah, she's dead. He turned her in because she said something against the tyrant that had brainwashed him and through fear, intimidation, manipulation, got him to accept this to the point where he turned his own mother in. Now, today, Father, I know there are people out there who were thinking, oh, that would never happen again. But human nature is still human nature. And again, this is the part that you're going to bring to the equation with this film is, what happens when we move away from God, especially of our own free will, to walk away? Or, as we've seen, people have been separated out because church leaders have been afraid and they're afraid of insurance companies to the threat of a government leader, a mayor, a governor, somebody, uh, the president even. And so they're going to lock down, you know, their churches and they're going to prevent people from receiving the sacraments. So now it's forced upon people and we have to on our own then. And, you know, we talk about this. We need to own it enough to say, yeah, I'm going to I'm still going to embrace the faith, but I still don't have access to the sacraments. I don't have access to people. I've been isolated out from my people who help me and support me and encourage me. This has all been happening for quite some time now. And it is taking an enormous effect on people. It's a tremendous toll. 
I know you've got to be hearing this from the people you you uh, you give spiritual direction and leadership to in the confessional as well. We hear about it with the suicide rate going up. We've had many guests on the show who've talked about the struggle that isolation and so forth can have on people. And this is one of the key things that some of our some of our guests talk about. But Father, from your perspective as a, as a, as a man who has been working with this deep spiritual aspect of of men and women everywhere of all ages. Um, you've seen this, uh, you know, what do you, what are, what are your thoughts regarding what has happened over these, these recent many months regarding this emergency that's been thrust upon us now, and we've been forced into even accepting certain things now start to believe certain things to the point where we are seeing people turn people in for certain asks for certain things in right. certain areas. This could go to another level, just as it did with, with the Chinese communists or Stalin or, or Hitler and so forth. But you've seen this from your perspective. You've yeah. seen people turn and change with this fear. Right. And so many of your um, guests, if you will, on your uh, documentary, your film that you're having, uh, happen to also work with Father Ripperger mm. and uh, the Libra Cristo team. And I am so enamored with what they're doing because i agree with it entirely and basically what it is saying is is that what what exorcists uh know is that uh possession by a devil you know like you see in the movie the exorcist is super rare you know it, uh, it's just maybe it might it's as rare as uh <laughs> Well, I'm not going to make the comparison, but <laughs> yeah, but but it's super rare, and it is, and and, uh, and but then there's such a thing as oppression instead of uh, possession. You could be oppressed, uh, but even there, they will say that that's not common. Okay, uh, but what is common, and in here it is that you can be disconnected from the power of God. Now you are out and uh, vulnerable. Uh, to being easily manipulated by the devil. That's not the same as having demons in you or anything, but, but it is that he's kind of pulling your strings. You know, you're, he's the puppeteer and he's easily manipulating you. And, and so you can see why people uh, easily then fall into this uh, secular religion, this secular dogma uh, that, that by the lies of, of those propagandists and, and everything, because they're disconnected from the divine life. They're disconnected from the power of grace. And that is extremely common, okay? Mm. I mean, that is just an epidemic uh, in, in, around the world. And, and that's why the devil is easily winning. You know, he doesn't have to possess you. He doesn't have to oppress you. Uh, but he can manipulate you. And so the protocol is is uh, is basically getting you uh, connected again to God and the the protocol the spiritual protocol has been given to us God has shown it to us through Mary through the saints uh through sacred scripture the protocol is right there and all we have to do is and here's the big word okay obedience and let me say it again obedience one more time obedience that is the way to get back into that divine life, uh, that grace of God. And what, I'm, what do I mean by obedience in this context? I mean that God has given us the prescription, uh, the beautiful treasure chest of our Catholic faith, the sacraments, of course, 
uh, you know, believing everything the church teaches. Don't be a, be a betrayer like Judas and, and say, well, even though, you know, the church teaches that, I believe this because I'm superior to what the church teaches. Mm. You know, no, don't be a betrayer. Uh, be loyal, okay, and, and believe everything the church teaches. And 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 again, I'm going to get back to the two words I love to use all the time, where a soul, you know, make my yoke is easy, my burden light. A soul gets to a place where they just go, of course you have to believe everything the church teaches. Of course. It's easy when you're in that place. You don't have to struggle, okay? So this is what we're talking about, Doug, is is we have to get, you know, the vast majority of people who are uh, plagued with anxiety, who are um, uh, you know uh, falling uh, away from the church and 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 have depression and 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 sadness and this emptiness inside uh, and are easily manipulated by uh, the liars and the cheaters and the stealers of our world. Um, we have to get them back connected to God, so we give them the prescription that they uh, need to do that. And, and that's, uh, this popped in my head. Um, I'll conclude with this, but I'm working on a project myself. It's called the uh, Peace Through Strength uh, Prayer Journal. And it actually lays out that exact prescription in there and then helps people to develop a strong uh, prayer life through mental prayer. Uh, so I'm ex so excited about it. But uh, my editor and I are, are just working out the final details and we already got it, uh, it off to the diocese to get the imprimatur. But uh, it should be coming in a month or so. Anyway, uh, but the point there is, you know, you want to be able to, like a doctor, you want to prescribe something so you hand them, you know, the, the medicine that they need. And that's why I think your um, documentary is, you know, people are going to be, they're, they're going to catapult into truth uh, through that. And then uh, I th I'm going to throw in my journal too, is I think it's going to go a long way as well. So. Well, and, and and that's really the goal with with uh, Doom to Repeat It, the film, is, is right. uh, to help people really take a very serious look at these different aspects of who we are, you know, the physical, yes. the medical, the historical, the, uh, you know, all these different aspects. If you know the truth, you know what to do. Oh, that's right. huge. Just, you think about last week when we did the interview with Dr. Lepetsky. Right. Again, those who may have missed it, it's in the link in the description below. Um, you, you realize that when he speaks about the amygdala gland, right, the, the yeah, fight yeah. or flight gland, which is really kind fight of- Fight or flight that fear aspect, but if it's used appropriately, becomes very effective to help. And then you've got over here, the frontal brain, which is the one, the area of the brain that actually processes thought and, and reason and keeps the fear in the amygdala department in check so that everything cooperates and functions according to God's design. And when you know that, then you can look at it differently when you're feeling overwhelmed at times. Well, what helps us look at that? Well, we have to understand the truth of it, intellectually yes but we have to pray we have to have that aspect which blows my mind that we haven't learned from this which is again as we title this program that we need to learn from this right if we don't learn from history well let's look at what happens anytime my neighbor my family member or someone else out there decides to live a life where they're abusing alcohol or drugs or pornography or gambling or or they're falling into you know a little bit of domestic violence and so forth and and they live this way. Well, what does it always end up leading to? Some right. form of destruction, some form yep. of chaos for themselves and always for others around them. Right. And I would say to young people all the time when I was doing a lot of youth work in the early years, my ministry work, and I would say, do you have to put a gun to your foot and pull the trigger to know what's going to happen to your foot 
If you've seen the guy over here put a gun to his foot and pull the trigger, can you learn from the history of this guy right. so you don't blow your foot off as well? And people will say, incredibly, well, we have to make our own mistakes so we can learn from our own mistakes. Look, okay, I get that in some areas, okay? When you're taking a risk on a book. You know, a job maybe you're going to try or some entrepreneur entrepreneur effort, you know, business-wise. But when it comes to messing with things that are destructive, like right. drugs, alcohol, gambling, pornography, violence, yeah. and so forth, no, you don't have to learn, no. make your own mistakes to learn from that. You learn from the history of people around you right. and other civilizations, societies that have done this. So that being said, looking at what's going on right now, which is what we're really trying to address with this film – Look at what's happening right this moment in our world, and it is worldwide, and, and, and look at the dynamics. And as one of our guests in an interview said, we see not only do you see um, in history things repeating themselves, you see a rhyme, rhyming of history. History has a tendency to rhyme. It, it just kind of repeats the same sort of yep. the sound almost, if you want to look at it that way. And when you see this happening, you have to look at the trajectory of that and realize where you're going to end up if you don't change the trajectory. So, right. yes, Father, I hope people are catapulted into the truth of this. They look at themselves. They look at what's going on in their church or in their family or in their local government. And, say, and they say, wait a minute, not on my watch. Right. You know, it's kind of like, Father, you think back, you know, we, we talk a lot about King David and, and Goliath and I... What a fantastic yeah. story. David walks out there for 40 days. This has been going on where Goliath is coming out. Oh, give me your tough guy. You know, yeah. we'll go one-to-one, -one, man on man, and we'll see who wins. And the other army will be the slave of the uh, okay, and so forth. And David basically says, Okay, guys, what you've been doing isn't working. All right. Let's right. learn from the fact that you're just sitting on your backside for 40 right. days now. This brute's still out there threatening. Okay, yep. time to step up and say, I don't think so. We're we're not we're Amen, gonna learn brother. from that history. Yeah. 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 And, and really, that's what we're getting at with this with this film. But people have we're really asking people to help get the word out about this. You know, this episode alone, share this. The trailer you saw at the beginning with Jason Jones and myself in it, share this information. You can find the trailer on my Facebook page. Um, I believe it's on. It is actually on the BR Coalition YouTube channel. Please go out to the new BR Coalition YouTube channel. Subscribe to that channel. That helps with algorithms, helps us get the information out. And you'll find the trailer is there. Doomed to Repeated trailer is there. And we have another one coming up in the not-too-distant future with some pieces of some of the other guests that we, that we have slated for this film. But yeah, we've got to get the word out to more people. We have got to. And Father, you and I are adamant about this. We've got to wake people up so we don't give in to the fear and let it overrun us. Yeah. And we're going to give in to the fear if we are disconnected from God. That is the root of it. And along with the, dis the connection with God, we have to take the steps and make the effort to learn what's going on, what we're, what we're created by God um, to, to how we're created by God. I sh rather, I should say to react to manipulation and coercion and fear tactics, which are constantly being thrown at us right. on every level globally. Right. Right. And the consequence, I don't even want to tell you what, what each of the guests has been saying about the consequence if we don't wake up, but Right. Yeah, I'm not going to say. I want people yeah. to watch the film. It, it, and uh, what is our weapon? And we've been saying it through this uh, podcast tonight. It's truth. Yeah. And, and and we're not afraid of the truth. And we want to wield the truth. You know, you we just watched a clip with Jason Jones. And, and uh, it's interesting. I've been showing his little short film recently 
on social media called Sing a Little Louder. Mm. And people, please look that up. It's only like seven or eight minutes long. Holy cow, is it powerful. But uh, real quick, it, it's an old man that is reflecting back to his childhood and an incident where um, a, a train would uh, would pass by the back of their church very close. Their church was built very near train tracks. Anyways, this particular train stopped, and lo and behold, it was uh, Jews packed in cars on their way to a concentration camp. And I'll, I'll just let you go from there, except for what I want to say is, is what he makes the point, Jason does in that, is that the, the minister in the church uh, doesn't want people to hear the screams. So he uh, he starts speaking louder. Then he starts singing louder. Then he directs the choir director to play the organ louder and get the choir going, but to drown out the screams. And uh, that you know that's the safe place. And I I actually Doug I've been um, <laughs> shocked as to the um, the reflex, if you will of the spiritual leaders in our times. And by our times, I mean this last two uh, horrific historic years that we've mm -hmm. gone through. Where what? They cautioned us mm -hmm. to not speak up mm -hmm. because it's too dangerous and people will get hurt or whatever crazy re or, yeah. you know, we might lose the money train coming into the church. I heard that, insurance companies were threatening our bishops. You know, you silence your priests or we're going to stop, you know, giving uh, insurance. I mean, so you can see that the corporations, media, Hollywood, uh, all of the, uh, all of those that, uh, that uh, snooty uh, uh, power mongers, fear mongers uh, are, are what they've been doing. And what did we do? We do. We sang a little louder, yeah. So we didn't have to hear the screams, right? Right. And I, I'm sick of it, Doug. I'm yeah. I'm just sick of and, it. And Father, I would say along with that, and this came from one of the guests in the film in one of the interviews, makes the point that we have such we we, we fear a number of different things in different ways. Um, you know, in that case, they feared the reality of what was really going on in that train car, those trains going by, and so they, you know, we we fear being confronted with something. To the point where we know if we're confronted with it, we have to make a decision. If you're confronted with evil and you recognize it, you have to do something. Either you're going to capitulate, you're going to bend, you're going to fold, which we're really not created by God to do. There's something in us, that indomitable human spirit, that, that spirit of truth that really we, we thirst and hunger for. Or, 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 you, you know, or you just bury your head in the sand so you don't have to listen or pay attention to it. But we also fear, and again, this is what one of the guests brought up in the film, we fear losing our comfort. We fear losing our pleasure. We fear losing our ease. Our you know, people routine. Don't, yeah, a routine. Yeah. You know, as you, as you said many times, people just want to go out and they want to golf and shop. I want to go shopping. I want to go golfing. Right. Don't challenge me with a truth that requires me to get out of this routine that I like. Don't challenge me with the truth that requires me to get out of my comfort zone, my safe space, whatever you want to call it, because I don't want to go there. We, I fear being challenged. I fear having to stand up against something or someone that challenges me. I fear risking losing my comfort, my big screen TV and my, my warm, cozy bed and my, 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 my sports and you name it. 
we can all probably fill in a box there what I really don't want to lose. I fear losing these things. But again, we have got to look at the trajectory of where we're going right now, where we were, again, just a couple short years ago, and what we were told what 15 days was supposed to do. And those 15 days has turned into, if you don't take this medical experiment, and that's essentially what it is, if you don't accept it, you're not going to work. You're not going to eat. Right. Okay. And you'll be ostracized. And right. we're creating segregation. And all of this, and, and, and we're, we're being encouraged to, to snitch on people. Right, this sort of thing is, you know, you think about what happened to the Rwandan genocide in 1994 when neighbors were killing neighbors. I mean, they, they, these were family members even turning in family members. It, it was unbelievable what was going on, how people will turn on people. And the trajectory we are, we are on right now does not look good. And so we have got to, we, we, we've, got to, we've got to shout from the rooftops a little louder. We've right. got to make sure we're listening to what the Lord is saying and that we're doing something about it. That's why I think you have people like this Dr. Peter McCullough, you know, who's in the film. You know, he is, he is everywhere now. And when I spoke with him in the interview, it was a phenomenal interview. We have almost, almost three hours of footage. Now, we, we're bringing it, tap the taper it down to just, you know, 10 or 15 minutes in the film of what you're going to hear from him. So we have some bonus footage and pieces that are coming out on him and the other guests. Dr. Joe Lepetsky, the same thing. And I know with you, we're going to interview you um, at the time we record this. Our interview is set up for, for within the next week and a half or so. And I know, Father, you're going to be filled with all kinds of great information. We're going to use just a small portion of it. So we're going to keep a lot of your footage, you know, and, and share that with people as, as time goes by. But this is the sort of thing that we've got to do. We've got to get this word out. So please, people who are watching, listening right now, keep an eye out for this. We'll keep you posted on it. We need you to help us spread the word about this. Even now, get the trailer out to people, help people be aware that it's coming because, you know, Father, I have found that even the trailer is giving people hope, yeah. right? And that's such an important part is that we don't it's lose giving hope. giving me hope. Right? I can't wait for this. It's going to be awesome. Um, you know, I was thinking, I was listening to you too, Doug, is that um, uh, we are seeing the greatest generation, we call them, right? Mm -hmm. uh, the last of them, it seems, because uh, they're up near 100 or, you yeah. know, or, or past. And, um, but we, we look back and we saw what happened there, the bombing of Pearl Harbor that, that forced our hand and we had to get in. And then, the, then the, uh, recruiting stations were filled mm -hmm. and, and what, what developed during that time was a strength, a strength of character, a strength of morals, yes. uh, a, a heroism that, that just, you know, uh, was dominant in our culture during that time a patriotism, a, a faith, churches were filled, uh, it, it, amazing. And, and these, this greatest generation, we like to call them, um, rose up and modeled for us what was strong. But Doug, what happened after that is, is it seems, and, and history uh, can record it the way it wants to, but it seems like this greatest generation didn't want their children to have to face the trials that they mm. faced. Yeah, and 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 what what they created was you know a lot of uh, spoon-fed children who ended up uh, you know on the streets uh, you know with their uh, peace uh, peace signs and their you know the, the hippies the hippie generation uh, who then <laughs> you know we could go on and on who then coddled the next generation sure. but we we haven't faced challenges is the point well, we haven't faced those Pearl Harbors. I think we yeah. just have. 
Right, I right. think we just have, and this is our Pearl Harbor. And what we're seeing, Doug, now is people rising up and like the greatest generations, they sign up at the local recruitment station. Yeah. You know, and, and, uh, and I, I see that the proverbial recruitment station is they're, what's going they're on. They're right willing now. to enlist. Yeah. Enlist. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and you know, and, father, when you look, and so when many you look people at- are just saying, you know, tell me what to do and I'll do it because this yeah. can't, this can't, can't go on. You yeah. can't go on. No. Yeah. And, and when you look at the pictures, and actually at the time this podcast is coming out is right around the 80th anniversary of Pearl Harbor. And you remember the pictures, Father, that I found always so just, just astounding were all these men, you know, dressed up, smiling, many of them, yeah. lining up, ready to go. Yep. Their, their attitude let's do was, this thing. Yeah, let's do it. We have to yeah. do it. And you yeah. know what? There's that quote. You put it out, um, and I shared it once I saw you put it out about about um, hard times make hard men, hard men make good times, good times make make um, uh, yes. soft men, soft men make hard times. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, whole rotation. Yeah, and we're in that phase where we have just got, we've got a lot. Of, we've had really really good times in general um, in many many uh, years now when all the technology technological advancements that we've had and all the comforts and so forth. And and now we're in this place where you're right. You know, the idea of actually risking something of myself to defend truth and defend what is right, what yeah. is good, holy, and true is, is just out of people's minds. It's not I think nine 11 was anymore. a blip, you know, that, that yeah. there was a surge at that time. Yeah, there Let's was all right. Let's yeah. roll. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it's like you said, good times create soft men. And, and yeah. that's, uh, that's what we're finding out right now. And evil just kind of laughed and came in and, and oh, just yeah. over, you know? Well, and you see this right now, we're in the last, um, you know, many, many months of this uh, emergency that has emerged upon our world. Um, and I believe, and, and, and many of the guests will say this in the film, uh, that there's so much more behind actually what's going on here and who is behind it and what is the main reason behind it. So I think it's very interesting. People really, I, I hope, will watch this and see that this is not just some by happenstance, something that came out of a foreign lab somewhere. There's a lot more behind this and a lot more people that are organizing things behind this. But yeah. that being said, is that we are, as we see this unfold this way, you know, it's so critically important for us to not just let what like our local government here in the States has done to with uh, stimulus payments, yeah. you know, keep us in this where welfare state mentality yeah. Where we're, we're, we're not even willing to get off our backside and go get right. a job. I know. You know, we're letting things completely unravel because someone is saying, we're going to take care of you rather yeah. than, no, no, I got to roll up my sleeves and I've got to step up right. and do this. The American spirit. Yeah. 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 And, and this, this, you know, that indomitable human spirit that St. John Paul II talks about that we all have been given by God not to allow ourselves to be dominated spiritually, right. mentally, emotionally, physically, naturally, right. super, supernaturally. No. In fact, God doesn't even want to dominate us. He wants right. to. He wants us to to have such a deep love for Him, and that He will obviously give us all the grace necessary. But it's yep. a it's a free love that He wants yeah, us to give. Free will, free will, the free will of us, it, you know, choosing to make the steps to say, "I love you, Father, and I want to give you everything." Yep. And this is about this relationship. He's not. He's this love for us is so amazing. He won't force anything upon us. So he's also not going to force us to stand up and defend what is true either. So we have to choose to do that. And if we can't see by now, Father, and this is what we're trying to reveal in this film, if we cannot see by now where we are headed with this, then then what will it take? Okay. I mean, we are really at a breaking point 
where we've seen, you know, our, our, those out there who so many months ago were considered the heroes. Yeah. Now they're, they're gone in a heartbeat if they won't cooperate with the new right. order of things that are going on out there. I, I, I do want to insert hope in all this because absolutely we are, we are seeing, uh, I'm seeing it. I hope everybody else is seeing, but evil is starting to crumble. The house of cards is coming down. Uh, and we could, we could see the Cuomo brothers, you know, uh, is a recent indication of that, but, but we've seen other things that have Epstein yeah. and all kinds of stuff that, uh, you know, and like we said, like you said earlier in this podcast, Doug, is that if you're going to choose evil, you're going to choose destruction. Yeah. And that's what we're seeing in spades all around us. And at the same time, we're seeing signs of these uh, greatest generation X-esque people like the parents, you know, in the public schools uh, are, are standing against these school boards. We've seen recent elections where it went totally in, in the opposite direction that it had been going in the past. Uh, you know, so signs are there. And we got We all got to get on board. But again, I can't stress enough that you can't go weak. You got to go strong. And yeah. that means be very, very well connected to the divine life and do it by using the best of the best of the spiritual protocol that God has revealed to us. Yeah, and I like the, the part you mentioned, especially about hope, is if we didn't have hope, we would not be making this film. Right. All right. This film right. is about waking up that that that's something that God has placed in us. Yes. Right? That indomitable human spirit. The hope is the free will that we have to respond to God's grace and cooperate with it. And like you yep. said, get supernaturally strong. Yeah. You know, the, the whole fear thing, Father, I, I find amazing. We're afraid to lose our comforts. We're afraid to lose our, our status. We're afraid to lose, obviously, we're afraid to lose jobs. We're afraid yeah. to lose the ability to pay our, our bills and feed our families. That Some of this makes really a lot of sense. Yeah. But we have to recognize that if there isn't a healthier fear of the consequence of just rolling over and capitulating or just letting the fear dominate us. I'm more afraid, I, let me put it this way, I'm more afraid of allowing the fear to kick my backside yeah. than I, I, I don't want that to happen. I, I, I'm right. more afraid of that than I am to stand up in the face of people and get canceled, so to speak. Yeah. Because, you know, if I just roll over, then the canceling is a small piece of the problem I've got to deal with now. Right. Okay, I'm a voice. And as Mother Teresa would say, there's a priest friend that I have, um, Father Mike, and he would he was very close friends with Mother Teresa, and he would say that she would tell him, I'm a voice. I may be a small voice, but I'm still a voice. Yes. We are voices out there, and God gives us a voice. In one way, shape, or form to express that voice, we must do it, but with the courage. And as you've said over and over, Father, and the part that you're bringing to this film is without the supernatural connection, we will not have this grace right. and the strength necessary to take on the, the enemies, right. the spiritual and natural, that we are being seriously confronted with right now. Yeah, we're just puppets to the puppeteer. Right. You know, uh, my, my, my great quote that I keep coming back to is uh, President Ronald Reagan said, we maintain the peace through our strength. Weakness only invites aggression. Yes. And we've been weak and aggressive evil forces have walked, waltzed in, you know, free and easy. And we got to do some house cleaning now and we got to get strong in order to do that. I think that's, I'm looking at the clock. I think that's a great place for us to, yeah. and Doug, and uh, honestly, people out there, please, please, uh, 
this is going to be an amazing documentary uh, and um, uh, pray for it. Uh, we, we ask for prayers, please, for it. And I really thank you, Doug, for working on this project. Yeah, I mean, it's humbling, Father. The time is so necessary. I mean, the times are calling out that we do more. You know, you're doing it, obviously, exactly. with areas that God has, has put on your plate. And we feel God has called us to do this and inspired us to do this. If anybody would like to really get into this more, check the website that you see on the screen here and, or check the link in the description below. You can go out and take more of a, a, a more a, more deeply look at it, I should say. And if you'd like to support it in some way, there are different ways. People are purchasing different tiers to help the funding of the project, which allows you certain aspects to, you know, you get a, you get an early copy of it all the way up to coming to a, a VIP gathering we're going to have in Dallas when we release it in early 2022 to enjoy just time together to really, really that camaraderie that we need with one another. So go out to the website, check it out. Pray about it. At the very least, share the trailer with others. Yes. And again, you can get the trailer in the description below in the link or at the website also in the description below or here on the screen. All right. And we pray, come Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful and enkindle in them the fire of your love. And may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Awesome. Thanks for being with us, everybody. God bless you.